guys, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of our podcast. We are so happy to have you. Thank you for listening to us and thank you for all your feedback. So today we're having some amazing guests in studio. We're having two guests today, creatives, and I'm going to be introducing them in a short while. But before that, say hi guys. Hi. Hi, hello. Hey, uh, yeah, your usual culprits, <laughs> Gituku and... And one guy, one Johe. Yes, so we're all here in studio today and we also have another guest host today. Yeah. Female, finally. Yeah. Finally. Hi Say hi. Hi guys, it's Joey. Okay, thank you so much. So finally, we are going to go straight to our guests for the day. Introduce yourselves. Um, I'm Karori, aka Yakatra. Okay, shorts and sweets. Hello guys, I'm Ice Tonic. Yeah, more love. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you so much, guys. So Katrak, yes. let's start with you. Tell us more about yourself and what creative space you're in. Um, I okay. My official name is Dennis mm-hmm. Karoli, but people commonly know me as Katrak. I'm a visual artist, mostly doing painting and drawing. Yes, I'm from Kikuyu. I live in Kikuyu. Nice. And, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yes. Ice. Tonic. Yeah. First, tell us about your name and then tell us what you do. <laughs> Ice Tonic. Um, I, I think I got that name while I was dancing because I'm a performing arts in music, dance, and poetry. And I really love to have freezes between choreographies and all that. Ah. Yeah. So that's where the ice comes from. Yeah, that's okay. where the ice comes from. Uh-huh. And then the tonic kind of comes from different places. One, from my actual name, which is Tonic. And also, two, tonic is kind of the center of. The music. Mm. It's the tonic. It's a home note for the bass note. Exactly. Oh, really? It is the resolution yeah. of music. It's called the tonic. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's the vibe. And uh, I love happy socks, cold weather, yeah, and just people outdoors and stuff. Yeah. Amazing. Happy socks, cold weather, and people. Yeah. That sounds nice. like a good summary of what Kikuyu is all about. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Exactly, that's what Kikuyu is about. Happy socks and amazing people. Cold weather. Cold weather. So, you guys don't get the email? Like, <laughs> I don't think I have a chance. Okay, why not? Right. The men have it. Oh my God. Yeah, the men have it. So if you're wondering what's happening, everyone is just showing each other their socks in studio. You can find the socks on Facebook, Instagram, we post them for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Happy people in here. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Happy so people. it's really it's really amazing to have two creatives in studio today. So Katrak, I'd like to know, mm-hmm. tell us more, what would you define your art as? Or and what defines your art? Um I enjoy doing abstracts. I tap into my emotions, I tap into what I'm going through, and I get to express it on the canvas or the paper. Yeah. So why visual art? Is there a, a particular reason why you gravitated into visual art? If you were not a visual artist, what part of creative work would you be doing or what creative work would you be doing if it was not visual art? I would say I'm athletic. So maybe I would be somewhere yes. in the field. Okay, keep choking. <laughs> keep choking. <laughs> Trust me, I can outrun some people. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but... I would say peer results is defined in the end of your direction, but the Lord led you through your grades. Amen. Because otherwise, I loved aviation. I would have wanted maybe to go in that direction, but then I decided, ah, God wants me to go in this yeah. direction. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. I think if I took aviation, I wouldn't be doing right now. Ah. Is it a creative thing that all creatives want to be pilots before? Because last last episode we hosted a creative <laughs> and they wanted to go into <laughs> aviation. But one surprising fact, I, I went to school with this guy, uh, Katrak, and I can attest his talent goes way back to when you were in class, I think class two, class three. So he'll what? draw you for you your homework. So they, no, like uh, really interesting. He, he will draw and we will trace his art. What? Yeah, yeah like we were the wannabes. Same thing. Yeah. yeah, we were the wannabes. So we never made it. He, <laughs> he made it. Yeah. Ah, okay. That's that's really interesting to know. So how about you, Istonic? Tell yeah. us what defines your work. What would you? say your style is yeah. in art and if you were not a performing artist yeah what would you be doing um first of all i'm a performing artist yeah live performing artist mm-hmm. to be specific because i feel like i have so much energy to give yeah whenever i'm on on a stage i i don't know you cannot explain it because art tends to be very spiritual yeah and i'm a very spiritual person in that regard i think i'm always here because god wanted me to be here whether it is bad or good, wherever you are, you are supposed to be there. And to embrace that for me allows me to create and be in the moment and just share the, with the people the honesty that is there. Yeah. And um, if I wasn't an artist, I'll, I'll probably be good at whatever else I'll be doing. Because wow. with that vibe in me, always wanting to compete with myself, oh, nice. with, with whatever is happening, you know. And... Um, art kind of gave me that leeway because you can stretch it as far mm-hmm. yeah, today you can accomplish this tomorrow it can even become bigger yeah. and bigger and bigger it's endless yeah and so that for me was a was a weapon to curb that competitive nature in me yeah mm, okay so, um what is the next question <laughs> <laughs> oh, what inspired what what yes. would you define your style uh-huh. what, what is your style in art uh-huh. um I have so many words to define that, but in one word I would say black, I would say African, I would say positivity. Yep, African as, as, as it gets. We, we tend to blend uh, traditional and urban African sounds, that is chants, that is nakumbuka, the vigelegele, like all, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We tend to infuse that in our style of music because that is what the people react to. Yeah, the people would listen to other kinds of music but people react to what is familiar, to what they've grown. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you people inspire me. Africa inspires me. Ah, yeah. okay. Awesome. So so just a quick one. Okay, first of all you say our. So you're yeah. going to talk more about your band yep. and, and what you guys do. Yep. But I'd like to know for how long have you been doing this? Um art in general? Yeah. Art in general I've been doing it since I was a kid. Yeah, because mm. growing up I was uh sketch artist uh, painting drawing members of my family all these things yani but i was just interested in it in matters hobby in matters just standing outside school because every day you're reading you're being told everything we know you're being told and i felt like i needed something new something that would come from inside me something that just create that's why i got into painting and sketching but after when i went to campus i started teaching dance you know, working as a professional dancer and all that. After campus now, I felt I needed something bigger. It needed, I needed to impact the lives of people. 
And for me, that was stage, that was music, and I met poetry. Mm. And words, words, words are just in me. For example, Nikki grew up, whenever you'd come to Nairobi with my mom, I would make sure I read all the billboards. Every shop, I have to stop. If she, like, you have to read that. You know, like, kill <laughs> So I to, for me, words, and I started crafting them, and poetry became, and I met some amazing guys who we decided, hey, why don't we make this a supportive system? Why don't, why don't we count on each other? If we play the instruments and say Katrak is, is the artist, why don't we support Katrak and make him affect millions of people? And I think lighting another person's candle doesn't actually dim yours. Nice. Yeah. You talked about uh, you talked about campus. Did you study art, dance, or music in campus? No, no. Uh, <laughs> 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 Not laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a story. It's a story. That's what the story is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I studied law in in campus. Yeah, something I don't want to really delve into. But yeah, I studied law. Okay. Yep. So now, tell us more about your band because you talked about you met some amazing group of people and yeah. you decided that you come together. Yeah. So tell us more about that, more about your band, what you guys do. Yeah, uh, my band, uh, Mbogi Connection. We're called Mbogi Connection with a K. Mbogi Connection is uh, Mbogi is slang that means a squad of people of uniform thought. You know, also means a train. You know, movement. Of, it's about connection. It's about linking me and you and him because I cannot become human without you. Yeah? I'm you and you are me. That, that's the kind of vibe that we have. And for me, this is the best thing in my life right now because it also came at a point where I decided I'm not working with anyone. I'm becoming a solo artist. And immediately I decided that because I'd, I'd, I had confidence in me. I knew that I was 100% the artist I need to be. Then God provided Mogi Connection. Yeah. yeah. And so we are seven in total. That's six inclusive of our manager, seven, who is the only lady. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. Um we have uh we are very percussive. So we have a guy called Googs who plays the rhythm Jembe. Jembe is an African drum. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if you guys know it. We we also have um a, a, a guy called Abdul Sigilai, Mr. Sigi Sigi, plays mm-hmm. the lead drums. Lead drums are also African drums, mm-hmm. you know, like the tom tom and all that. Mm-hmm. We have yeah. um, a saxophonist called Masese, a bassist called JD, a guitarist called Komora, and I'm the lead vocalist, Istonic. Yep, nice. so that is Mogi Connection. And every time I say our, I might not be necessarily meaning our Mbogi connection. I mean our, because we are very community-based. Mm. We mean us, like you, me, all of us. It is ours. Mm. Yeah. I can actually attest to, to what he's saying. I once had the privilege of watching Mbogi connection uh, in action at uh, Sundown and 902 Street event at uh, the Kikuyu Country Club last year. And these guys, the music they played, how they played it, the vibe that was in the room, the energy. Actually, what he's talking about, the energy he has, you should see that. Yeah. This guy dances and they play so hard until they sweat so much. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an exaggeration. Sweating like Casual, like Kabisa. Yeah. They live everything they, they play, have. They just lay yeah. it all down. Wow. Yeah. It's actually love, a very, and then it's an experience like 
you know, many times when you hear live music, you think you know what to expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But their kind of music is you hear as if you've boarded a time machine and landed in Africa before the colonialists. Yes. Wow, that's, that's really amazing. amazing. Yeah, that's it's, really amazing. It's just love. It's something we love to call lovingi lavanga. It's our daily mantra, which means love that is, love that continues. Mm. Yeah, so that is what lovingi lavanga is. You know, you have to love completely, absolutely, expecting nothing in return. Yeah. yeah. That's how you get to express who you are. That's how you get on a stage. And after you feel, thank God, I was able to give the people what you intended me to give them. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Guys, can you hear that? I am so looking forward to your performance that is coming up. We're going to be giving you more details about that shortly. But before that, Katrak, let's yes. come back to you. Mm-hmm. So, art is very important. Even when you look at history in time, mm-hmm. art has started revolutions, mm-hmm. has changed so many social issues. So what is that one thing mm-hmm. or a social issue that you address through your art or that you seek to address through your art or your art gravitates towards? Being a visual mm-hmm. artist. Do you like to paint a picture? Giving it titles and stuff. But no worries. I, okay, what I do is I try to do pieces that move me in the process. They move another person i want i do a piece i'll do a piece and you just sit there and kind of it takes you out of your zone at that time and puts you in like a meditation area mm. you out as in um like i did there are pieces I've, I've done and the feedback i get is that someone says i just sat there i was looking at the picture and seeing myself in another as in they come with a box going on in that box it gives you that I love doing such things and um mostly I would say Pia, could I feel their depression where people don't want to talk about it mostly and I find myself doing pieces that maybe I go around that area uh, in one way it's to motivate people to tell people that there's a future, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. You don't have to stick somewhere. Oh yeah, yes. that's that's really amazing. You, yes. I mean, you're talking about depression and mental health, mm. which is really a big issue right now, mm-hmm. actually affecting a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. And art therapy, which is conducted in so many different ways, oh, yeah. is actually a thing. So it's amazing to hear that your art gravitates towards that. Mm. And um, Mr. Istonic here, so... We were talking earlier and you were talking about a project called Unganisha, which yeah. you guys are thinking about. Yeah. And that's more related to art for the environment. Yeah. So tell us more about that. And also besides that, I mean, <coughs> your art spans a lot of different sectors. You yeah. are sketching, yeah. live performing artists, poetry, music. Yeah. So I guess you touch a lot of social issues using yeah. all that those aspects of art combined. Yeah. So tell us more about that. Yeah, um, as you've just said, uh, because of that, our main our main agendas is social responsibility. We need to teach people social responsibility, yeah? And uh, I guess you, the best place to start is home. Home is where the artists are, yeah, because I'm an artist. And so if uh, Katrak and I uh, taught, taught each other something, it's easier to get to the people as compared to they just went direct, yeah? I have to relate with who I'm working with. I have to relate to the people around me because we are family. Yeah, that is what connects us. Kenyana to Unganisha. Yeah, so that is what Unganisha is. Unganisha is just about connecting hearts, 
and uh, uh, enable, enabling ourselves to take care of ourselves. Taking care of ourselves means taking care of where we live. That is our environment. If you live in a safe place, if you live in a clean place, then your body is going to be alright, your mind is going to be alright, your heart is going to be alright, your people are going to be alright. Yeah. So Unganisha, we came up with it in order just to uh, ask us, or rather ask self-reflecting questions to, to us as Africans. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do we know enough about our culture? Do we know enough, even anything about our history? Do we know where we are going? Are we creating a future that, you know, supports the ch our children and the children of our children? Ama we are just going with everything that comes from the West, you know. They come with books and teach us our history and we take it in. They come with medicine and teach us our bodily health and we take it in. But we have the knowledge to do it all. If you look at uh, Kisi, they, they have uh, brain surgeons, yeah like traditional brain surgeons. Who knew that? Yeah. 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 And it's it's happening here. Maasai, a lot of traditional medicines that actually work in every community. We have the power. We have the education. Yeah, we have all this. But we are so much brainwashed into the current times and the internet and all. So we no longer believe in Africa. We see ourselves as inferior. Yeah, we see Mzungwa Kikuja, even, even in like our live performances, once, like, the Europeans, event, everyone is like, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what about the important, every other important African guy that is there? The black people who are actually making the changes, the ones who are making that space available. That is what you need to appreciate. And from that thought, from that belief, we have to realize that the first step is to unite ourselves. We have to stand together. We have to ungana, unganisha, and take care of our environment. Take care of the basis where it begins and so we came up with Uganisha to try and um, affect the community in this way one uh, planting trees we want to plant trees uh, in areas in different areas of this country uh, the first place that we've been able to locate is Kikuyu because Mimi as a resident of Kikuyu uh, I live five minutes away from Ondiri swamp so by the way which part of Kikuyu do you come from you have to represent your village <laughs> Kidpamako uh, is that like a village? Yeah, <laughs> Kidi village. Kidi village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like five minutes from Ondiri Swamp. Me and Uko a lot of times. I've learned a lot about it. But for the last few years, even me, I've been noticing changes. Yeah, and then now some articles from different newspapers and all these things. Uh, there's information, but I don't think there's actual information. Yeah. So people are not being called out to action. We need to call people to action and. Um, preserve this wetland that we have because I have learned that it ni one of the sources of uh, uh, major sources of water in Nairobi I don't know, State House, I don't know, all this Mudaiga, a lot of people depend on the water that is coming from here yeah, so if we just assume I think our children might may suffer, I'm a will suffer that's kind of underlying mm. uh, even shall, shall, yeah and um uh, so we uh, talked to a couple of people uh, here, friends of Ondiri, we came here to 902 Street, and uh, one guy was very accommodating to have the conversation. And we talked, and uh, well, we, have, we happened to go around the, uh, the idea of involving the artists as, as the first, the, the, the front, front line, front line yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. to push this agenda. Mm -hmm. And so we planned on a day to come and talk to the artists early next month, uh, share the idea the vision 
and uh, because we don't want to just plant trees and go. Mm. We want to plant trees and have a project that runs for like four months where we are taking care of these trees. We want to ensure that every tree survives. We'd rather plant two trees and they survive than a hundred trees and next year again we want to plant another hundred trees in the same place. Mm -hmm. That is not want to, what we want to do. We want to teach people social responsibility. Social responsibility comes in like, hey, you, this tree is yours. Every week, come and weed it out. Mwagilia Maji. Make sure it grows. That tree. Yep. Yeah. So it is important for artists kwanza kupanda easy meeting before everyone else. Yes. Because every instrument has wood in it. Why would we not plant the trees? Yeah. So we really want to do that with the artists first. And then we can continue to influence the community. Because as I said earlier, we are very much community based. We are all about in yetu. There is no tomorrow without right now, without us having this conversation. We need to keep talking about this. We need to keep thinking about it and repeat it come advert. You know how yeah. advert is something new, you're not interested, but by the 12th time, you might actually buy that product. Yeah, yeah. let's not talk about that. Yeah. A few songs stuck in my head that I will not mention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is the kind of motivation we need. That is the kind of love that we need to put in. <laughs> Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so actually Unganisha is broken down into three parts, yeah? Mm -hmm. We have the Unganisha Trees, mm -hmm. Unganisha Drum Cafes, mm -hmm. and Unganisha Festival. Unganisha Trees, as I've explained, is about planting the trees and uh, instilling social responsibility. And then Unganisha Drum Cafe, which involves teaching the people about African instruments. Yeah, In our band, we play, as I said, the djembe. We have a rhythm djembe, lead djembe. Nzumari, uh, uh, Marimba, um, what, what is it called? Afirimbi, <laughs> you know, all these yeah, things. Shakers. To some people that's Greek, but. Uh, e exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, sad thing is everyone knows of guitar, bass, mm -hmm. piano, Saxophone. Western. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, a marimba is an African piano. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Xylophone. Xylo. Yes. <laughs> like. We, 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 we need to thing. teach people that. We have a saxophone is English, Sindo, mm -hmm. and then we have Anzumari. Anzumari is African. It's much smaller. Yeah, when we're doing the drum cafes, we need to educate people about this. We need to teach them about these instruments. You want to play the djembe? Come in. The slap, the tone. Get the interest. Get the children interested. Once the children are interested, our future is safe. Estonic, where, where do you do these drum cafes? Um, and how often? Now that's the project of Unganisha. Mm -hmm. The first one we'll do it actually here at mm -hmm. 902. After we're done with the Unganisha trees, on that very day we'll come here for a workshop and see the, the how it goes. And then a week later we we'll do the first drum cafe here. Okay. And then so the drum cafe. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. So the drum cafes we intend to go uh, visit different art hubs, not just in Kiku, but different places, just to enable people to have that vibe going, that conversation going which will lead to uh, the Unganisha Festival. Unganisha Festival will be a three-day event, a three-day event that uh, incorporates live performances, uh, again, with uh, workshops on, on African instruments, just connecting and vibing and eating and eating and just dancing and eating again. <laughs> <laughs> food is also a basic commodity. Yeah, African yes. food, Bana. Like, Amazing. you know. Once we give the dates, come out, Join us to plant trees. Come for the Unganisha Festival. Come for the Unganisha Drum Festivals. They're going to be amazing. 
you're going to hear all the african traditional instruments and enjoy some good music and, and amazing food one oh, guy yes. cannot forget about the food <laughs> <laughs> of course the food is very I important don't forget food how yeah, how? yeah. absolutely yeah. and and that's amazing yeah. so now we are going to listen to some amazing music from istonic <laughs> yeah Joke ni death, death ni mock, mock ni test ni taste, na tongue twister ni Oliver kwa simu na fununu after kusip sumu ya liver, huh? Joke ni death, death ni mock, mock ni test ni taste, na tongue twister ni Oliver kwa simu na fununu after kusip sumu ya liver, huh? kama munanisikia kwa kwa laughter nilisinzia muka nisunda kwa casket nimejikunja mbona yuloji imejikunja mbona ha ha njani soma kwa brief tweets na a uh, top story ni mi otoyo bambla ka referee kwa michezo ya kuigiza ha But you're gonna have to come for the live show. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's all we have for today. And guys, we're going to share all the pages on all the links to their work on the description for this episode of the podcast. And thank you for listening as usual. Until Joke next time. Death ni mock. Mock ni test. Bye guys. Yeah, Death ni mock. Mock ni test ni taste. Na tang twist ni Oliver kwa simu na fununu after kusip sumu ya liver.